All right, welcome back. Championship Ringside Podcast coming again. Blizzy Blaze on the mic with Old King. So, <laughs> well, we uh had this ongoing debate about this Batman Bruce Lee thing. Oh man! But you know what? Over. You know what? Nah, nah, nah. Let's uh, since since you think you know hand to hand combat in a wrestling match, steel cage, who wins? Ryu and Ken versus Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Let's go. Oh, see. Ken and Ryu going to be trying to escape, and Scorpion going to be like, get over here. Okay. But, uh, that's tough. I think, I think Ken and Ryu going to win. Okay. Yeah, I'm going with Ken and Ryu. Definitely. Definitely Ken and Ryu. Once again, you're, you're... I, I, you know what? You, you're just not good at these picks, bro. Man, you, what is he you, talking you got, about? You got Batman beating up Bruce Lee. Man, Batman will whoop you Bruce got, Lee. You ass. got Ken and Ryu beating Scorpion and Sub-Zero in a cage match? Yeah. I mean, the only, only problem they have is, like, they got to take out Sub-Zero. Well, damn, when I think about it, all Sub-Zero got to do is freeze them. And they go. Sub-Zero could send a, a frozen clone out there. Well, you know, they, I, they probably wrestling him. All right. You digress now? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a backtrack, and I'm going to say Ken and Ryu will not beat Sub-Zero and Scorpion, but Batman still be Bruce Lee. Steel Cage, ladder match, whatever you want. He the best at everything. Like, you know. I'm not sure if he's the best detective. He, well, he is. He In the comic book world, uh, Tim Drake, a better detective. The Batman. That's the third Robin. That's the third. Yeah, he technically, I think they retconned everything, and he's just Red Robin now. Yeah. I think I've already been following. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, but, he's Red Robin. Yeah, he, Tim Drake is actually a better detective than um the Batman, but Batman's supposed to be, according to fanboys, the world's greatest detective and the second best at everything. And you know what? Batman... You know, yeah, I think he's still a beat uh still a what Bruce Lee has. We're gonna let the fans decide on that one, bro. So look, we're talking about wrestling today, man. Um you been watching wrestling? Yeah, actually I, I caught um I caught Raw and I um I watched some of SmackDown. I caught I basically caught the end of the back end of SmackDown. I caught the beginning and the end. I missed the middle of it. Oh, I finally got around to watching uh Last Ride. You watched all episodes? No, I, I just watched the first episode, but I gotta... I, it's hard for me to sit, just sit there and watch it. It's actually, I thought it was actually decent. It's, it's, no, it is. Like, I ain't talking about the quality of it. It's like, it's a good... I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a good documentary. I've been hearing good things about it, but it's just my life. My life. That's it. pretty much it. My boy is slick. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, I forgot what he used to say. Jive soul, bro. From the deepest, darkest parts of Africa. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't on that one. <laughs> I remember watching an uh, episode of uh, Countdown. And it was talking about Akeem's African dream. And they were showing the promo when they first debuted them. He was like, from the deepest, darkest parts of Africa. 
Yeah, that was supposed to be a knock on uh, Buddy Rose, huh? I mean, not, not, not Buddy Rose, Dusty Rose. Yeah. Yeah, they said uh, that's why they called old boy Virgil. Because, you know, that's the Dusty Rose real name. That's why uh, Virgil was uh, telling me, I said, oh, uh, Flunky. Damn. Then he put him with polka dots. Vince got something against the Rose family. Clearly. All right, man, so... This was a drag to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we're going we gonna to try to get into the more exciting storyline. So, since it's SummerSlam season, we're going to take a break. You won't go straight into it. You already know. We can go straight into it. All right. So, tell you what. I'm going to take a break. <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely uh, need a break, my brother. So, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take a quick break. Quick five. We're going to go over the greatest SummerSlam moments. We're going to come with a little more energy. We're going to... Discuss what, yeah, we, talk what we about th- the main roster. Just bring it out. What we think is the best store SummerSlam moment or best match. Be right back. All right, so here we go. SummerSlam. We're going off our best SummerSlam moments, the greatest SummerSlam matches, moments. Um, so off top, when I say SummerSlam, what comes to your head? Um. To me, like probably Stone Cold Steve Austin and um on hard match. The broken neck match? Yeah. Ah. Cause that one moment, like that got Stone Cold elevated to another level, cause he became more popular just by him coming out there talking and stunnering ever stunnering everybody and it's like he hadn't wrestled a match for like two months and just became the most interesting person. Well, when he came back, it was like fucking right. Everybody was excited, but that that was like probably my number one moment. It's just SummerSlam '97 probably might might be my my favorite one outside of shit. I can't think. I'm trying to think like as probably maybe '98, but. 97 probably my favorite one. Uh, I I don't know any Summer Slams like that to, right. to their full cards. I'll be honest with you. That um, yeah, I couldn't even tell you what, what a full card is. You you can tell me about a match. I actually looked at when I did the research for this. I found out some of these things was I'm like I didn't even know that was Summer Slam. Oh, bro. So I mean, uh, for me, I mean mine's a, a joke. <laughs> um, HBK and Hogan. Oh, bro. Yeah, that, that stuck out <laughs> oh, to me the bro. most. Like when I when I thought of SummerSlam, I was like, man, I can't lie to you, that stuck out to me the most. I mean, besides Suplex City, I knew that was SummerSlam. Oh, man, that, uh, but I, matter of fact, that, that, that's, that's two separate moments. That's two separate moments. Um, how you felt about SummerSlam? Like as a whole. Uh, I, I'm tripping, huh? Yeah, not SummerSlam. How you felt about the... Uh... What was my first one I said? <laughs> what the... Uh... Shit. We having a moment right now. God. I was trying best not look at my nose, bro. Yeah, that's what they're out for. Uh, Shawn Michaels and Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Shawn Michaels and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Goddamn, just that quick. My bad. <clears throat> we, we, we distracted. My bad. All right, so look. It's been a day. 
Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan and Shawn Michaels. Hulk Hogan and Shawn Michaels. Uh, I was really anticipating this match, but then I, when I, the more I watched the promos, the more I watched Hulk Hogan, I'm like, this match not be not, not might not be as good. But to, I, to be honest, it had to go the way that it went because it wasn't never gonna come down. Well, I can see because <clears throat> Shawn Michaels obviously didn't care about losing during that period. I could see him. Giving Hulk Hogan a win, but as the story goes, Hogan wanted heal Shawn Michaels. He wanted ninety seven, right? And that's when <laughs> Shawn Michaels just took off on his ass, and like it, that it like Hogan messed that whole storyline up to me. He did. Uh, Shawn Michaels just <laughs> he made chicken, <laughs> made chicken salad out of chicken shit. Yeah, it's, uh, <clears throat> hands down, that was the uh, <laughs> best promo work Shawn Michaels oh. did. And you know what? That damn Montreal promo wasn't bad. Like when he had the uh, Red Hot theme play. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming, yeah. Like, oh, that was, ah, that was doing the SummerSlam yeah, promo? Right okay, before. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then the match, of course, now that I found out why it was so over oh, the top, my you know. Yeah, that was selling. Yeah. Overselling at its finest, but that, um, that was that was definitely uh ninety seven HBK. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say so he that, that definitely gave love that definitely gets uh an head now for me. When I think about it, Hogan don't really have that many summer. I mean, they had that the not to show my age, but that that, that no holds ball cross promotion match where it was him and was it, was it Mr. T. Versus Macho Man and Debo. <clears throat> that was SummerSlam? Yeah, it was SummerSlam like 89. Uh, uh, we just saying he, he don't have too many SummerSlam moments? Yeah, I don't think so. Well, Hogan was was pretty much a WrestleMania guy to me. Yeah, I, but I always thought, well, they they say SummerSlam was supposed to be the second biggest pay-per-view. Yeah, but see, it, it, you're right. So Hogan don't have too many. Because the SummerSlam started doing... Hulk Hogan Pete, uh well I mean he had matches but it wasn't like nothing memorable like like Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't really have too much for Hogan at uh for SummerSlam. I don't actually that was the only thing I have written down for Hogan. So I mean, unless you can give a Hogan Yeah, just SummerSlam moment, thinking about that, that I don't have nothing for him. Thinking about that, that that match when they was doing the whole no hole ball thing, I remember watching an old VHS tape with that match, and I'm like, what the fuck? Why is Debo fighting with Macho Man? And my brother showed me about No Holds Ball and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. okay, you talking, like, the, you talking about the movie, yeah. Yeah, Okay, yeah. okay, okay, that's I, what you're saying. I, I, fuck, I was, I was three years old when this shit happened, so obviously I don't remember when it happened, but when I, um, when I seen the, um, when I seen the match, it was just like, it was crazy to think about. And trying to think about holding moments, like that's all I could think. Of. Well, I guess what we just seen with um, Miss Elizabeth wearing the red and yellow dress. That wasn't even about Hogan. Yeah, but I'm guessing that had to be a mega powers tag match. I mean, still, that was about Miss Elizabeth showing them cheeks. The little shout, cheeks she had. Shout, I mean, I said showing them like. I, I'm guessing it was a big news because she never showed them or something. Yeah. Okay. She, well, there you go. Classy. Shout out, shout out her for showing them cheeks. You know. <laughs> I, ever, I think people scream. <laughs> the volume was down. <laughs> I'm sure they did, man. This was wrestling. 
Jerry Law. Dog. Watching the old Wild Town, watching the old ECW, um, yes, the other day. Show your tits was really a chant. That's crazy, dog. Like, yeah, wrestling in the 90s. <laughs> wrestling in the 90s. That's uh, What? Thought they'd lose their mind if that chant break out there on TV. Wrestling in the 90s. That's all I got to see. All right, so, all right, you got uh, another SummerSlam moment you want to bring up? Or a uh, match? Or a match? A match? Match? Uh. I guess I had to talk about the Bulldog versus uh, Bret Hart match. From yeah, I thought that match was trash when I first saw it. <laughs> I, actually, if I, even if I still watch that match, I probably think it's trash. But the story behind it, I could probably watch it all the way through now to know that was all Bret Hart because Bull, Bulldog what, got nervous and we got drunk alcohol and smoked crack. He probably did both. Okay, well, I'm pretty sure he did. Both. Shout, shout out to me. You know, if he did both, shout out to him for making it out there. <laughs> like, God damn, he, he wrestled for like an hour. God <laughs> like, damn, a hell of a performance. Yeah, man. shit. I mean, I, I could. I could yes, that's 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 hard work in his own. I could barely walk upstairs and smoking a blunt. Yeah, that's that's. I'm, I'm guessing that's why Bret Hart carried him. He like shit. You made it. Like, oh. well, Bret Hart. Bro, I might do the crack one. Okay. Uh, don't don't look. I'm giving Bulldog credit. I might I might take a lot of points with Bret Hart. Like, wow, my dog, he can't do crack or something. Nope. <laughs> he pop, if he ain't popping pills, you ain't winning. Oh, oh okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> we know how the real wrestlers do it. That's, uh, that's probably why I didn't get along. <laughs> crack. <laughs> I knew something was wrong with you, hit man. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, we don't we can't prove none of that. Alright, look. Um <laughs> Wow. <laughs> okay. So um Yeah, what you gotta say about it? like I say I, I I actually still don't like the match, but once I, I could I could tolerate it since I knew I Bret Hart carried the choreographer for that whole match front to back. Yeah, far as behind the scenes, like you say, yeah, I got respect for it, but me as a fan, I hate it because, I mean, I just hate to see Bret Hart lose. But then he lost like that. That's the type, that's the type of way Bret Hart supposed to win the match. Like, that's, that's like putting a glitz in the Matrix. You know what? Um, let's uh, get this Bret Hart out the way. So we got the, <laughs> we got the British Bulldog. Let's get some. Hey, Bret Hart was the first person to kick out the perfect plex. That's what I was about to say. There you go. There Summer you, Slam '91. Got, Bret Hart kicking out the perfect. You got. You got. There Never you go. Been done. There go your moment for Bret Hart. Did he beat? Ah, Owen? you know what? That Owen Hart did he cage beat Owen? match. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. Oh, oh hell yeah! Like Owen yeah, didn't Owen didn't win a better match. Son, that that cage match. I'm, well, yeah, I'm be going off for that WrestleMania match. Yeah. yeah but, that kids man is something serious. Okay, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know that. SummerSlam '94, check it out, bro. Owen Hart had uh, Anvil in the corner and everything, but that was a pretty good match. And he told a story about I forgot, I can't remember verbatim, but something happened to where uh, he had to do something to save Owen because Owen was about to fuck himself up during the match. And you know he did. I forgot what it was. He was about to fall. And he fell, so one could fall on him. He was trying to protect him. He was like, if one would have did whatever he was about to do, he, something serious would have happened. Because he started crying during the, while he was talking about it. So, peep game. I'm looking at my list, right? 
So I have a lot of Bret Hart. And the next one I'm going to bring up is marked HBK Chair Shot. You know what I'm talking about? The one when he beat Undertaker. Right. right. You know who won that bet, that match? Huh? You know who won that match, right? Yeah. You, you, you going to say it? Or you like, well, bro. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. Help me with the fucking story. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. We're going to get that. So, <laughs> Bret Hart... My overall thing is, is, is Bret Hart Mr. SummerSlam to you? Because we know Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania. Unless you want to give it to Undertaker, but, you know, whatever. Undertaker ain't really had that many big moments at um, WrestleMania. At um, SummerSlam. I mean, yeah, yeah, so SummerSlam I'm, looking, I'm looking at Bret Hart. Is he had, I, I literally, when I'm looking at this, I mean, I got my Shawn Michaels bias, but he don't got too many matches. Oh, not to but, mention him single-handedly beating the Nexus in 2010. Yeah. You did you see what he was wearing? <laughs> that, was, that, that wasn't Bret Hart. What's his middle name? What's Bret Hart's middle name? We're going to call Every time he, I see that match, I'm going to call him by his middle name. That never match. But I'm going to guess it's Keith. I'm going to say Stu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Stu. So I'm, look, real talk. I got Bret Hart versus Bulldog. I got Bret Hart versus Owen. I got Bret Hart. <laughs> Sergeant. It's what? Brett Sergeant Hart. Another July, another July baby. Shout out to Brett Hart. All right, well, that was Sergeant. Sergeant. Yeah. Well, isn't that was, you know what? That was Mr. Hart. Fuck that. It was that was Mr. Oh, Hart bro. out there. Cause, uh, yeah, t-shirt and jean shorts. That was he could he could at least braid it. It wasn't Brett. It wasn't Brett Hitman. It, it, nah, nah, nah. Nah. That wasn't the hitman. That wasn't the hitman. He fought Vince at WrestleMania. That wasn't the hitman either. They had the same outfit on. That was the hitman. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Look, look. We talking SummerSlam. So I I guess you can give him that. But I got him and Owen perfect. And I got him beating Undertaker off of HBK. Is Bret Hart considered Mr. SummerSlam to you? If we had to give somebody that title. To be honest. I might go with Cena. Cena? Might go with Cena. All right. Um, I mean, he beat Jericho at, at 05. Him and Batista had that good match in 2008. Uh, shit. I'm trying to think. I'm pretty sure he won a championship or two at SummerSlam. I know he beat Orton one year. I think that was 07. He had a match with Edge. I think that was Edge. It might have been 06. What's it Edge? I'm not sure. Uh, but, because Bret Hart, like, he, I mean, he didn't have that many SummerSlams. Like, them earlier SummerSlams, he probably tagged with the Anvil. But I just named five or six moments for him. Well, it looked like four or five. Yeah, I, you, I. So, t- all right, so, it, all right. I don't know if you want to move on to Cena, cause I only have two moments from him. Two, I got one match and one moment from him. Well, I got two matches from him. I'm sorry, two matches. I got um, him and Daniel Bryan, which probably is one yeah. of the best matches oh, of all time. Man, we didn't consider that match, but let's let's go by modern day. That's probably one of the best matches of all Dan time. Brian went clean with the running knee. Like, yeah. I did not see that coming. Yeah. John Cena still sold at the most. Uh, 
But the other scene, the moment I got, bro, is Suplex City is born. And yeah. Shout out to Cena for that. Uh, John Cena is not looking good in that one. Please, Shout people, out. y'all need to YouTube that moment and listen to that little kid cry. <laughs> Let's go, Cena. Like. Shout out to his parents for not saying nothing. Like, <laughs> they must have been recording him or something. Because I would have been like, hey, look, it's over, son. Like, <laughs> yeah. look, all heroes die. It was, it was. <laughs> like, because, uh, my goodness. I, I did not see that even coming. Even I was shocked sitting there. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, okay, here got to come back. Here, here come the shoulder yeah, block. Yeah, yeah, Here come yeah. the shoulder block. Ooh, ooh. Damn. So we going to keep doing the German suplexes? Like, oh, yeah. okay. It and was. then one, two, three, I'm like. Well, fuck. And after that, that's when uh, I, I guess we 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 got what we deserved when it came to that Undertaker streak being broken. Like this is why it happened. Brock Lesnar about to show y'all how to make a title look prestige, and Still he did bit. not come out to play until it was a holiday or something. Um, bro. Oh, where y'all at? New York City. Where y'all at? Portland. I'm LA? Because, I mean, I, I it'll be easy for me to go with Brett, but that 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 that, that Shawn Michaels raising him on second ladder match was at SummerSlam '95, and if that match at WrestleMania 10 wouldn't have happened, that probably would have been getting the praise that that um, WrestleMania 10 match would have got because it was like. You seen that I, match? I told, I told you I felt the best ladder match of all time. So that it's hard for me to give him that love. But what that got to do with Mr. SummerSlam though? But I'm just saying like it's I'm trying to, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I'm trying I'm trying he to was think. Gone. I'm trying to think Look, like, Shawn Michaels. I got of course I got the match with Vader, but honestly I took it off cuz I know how much of an asshole he was during that time. That match was cool you Shawn Michaels fan back then, but now you know his personal life like damn, that's that's fucked up. <laughs> Like, you derailed that man career. <laughs> like, Shit. Um, uh, let me see. Let me see. As far as Shawn Michaels, of course, I got his comeback. That was definitely on there. I already mentioned the Hogan match, but yeah, I got his comeback on there. That was definitely. Uh, you got in there. Um, and I got uh, Chris Jericho punching his wife. Yeah, the one with the um, supposed to be retiring thing. Yeah, I got I got those two for Shawn Michaels moments. I mean. Like I said, you, you can feed him whenever you want on if you had somebody different or something different. I'm trying to that I'm trying to think that um as a kid, for whatever reason, the fucking ballroom brawl. Hey, I got that written down. Ed, the the Paul Bear betrayal. Bro, that was heartbreaking. The first time I can remember feeling sorry for the Undertaker. Yeah. Like damn, bro, it is I really thought the Undertaker was dead, and I, you know, it's crazy. I never, I, I now that I'm thinking about, it, I never was crazy about the Undertaker, but I always was just found him amazing. Man. And when Paul Bear betrayed him, I'm like, damn. Him and when Kane showed up, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. man, Undertaker ain't ain't that no more. Like, and another another moment as a kid was well, we seen earlier the um the whole Undertaker versus Undertaker thing. Cause he was supposedly killed by uh, Yokozuna, got you know in the casket match, and he got sent to heaven and all that shit. Yeah. And uh, Ted DiBiase came out there with the fake Undertaker. Actually, Undertaker would be a good debate for Mister SummerSlam. 
And see, that's why I was trying to think about him. Like, what he, do he, I really want to just give it to Bret Hart? He had a lot of moments. He had a lot of moments. Yeah, he definitely had moments that was like, shit, uh, we're talking about. You probably could make a kid for Triple H. Not me. You could. <laughs> <laughs> you could. <laughs> I can't. But that one, like, who who's had a definitive, like, Great SummerSlam run, like you could say, like how Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. Say Brock Lesnar, but he lost to Triple H. Yep, which was fucking stupid. But so like yeah, like how Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania and Undertaker. But Shawn Michaels, but Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania because of the match history, right? In the the moments, that's why I'm giving it to Bret Hart. But the only person who probably had more moments than Bret Hart is Undertaker, and that's because for some fucking reason he disappears. And then he shows up at SummerSlam. <laughs> like, he didn't even have great matches. It'd be, oh, a, ca- a casket match with Kane and Rey Mysterio. I wonder who's in the fucking casket. <laughs> oh, it's Undertaker. Oh. I, I forgot that was. Uh, <coughs> that, was that was like 2010. <laughs> let, me guess, let me guess. Uh, Well, I ain't gonna lie. The CM Punk will shock the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. But, um, oh, wait, no. I'm sorry. Is it Survivor Series Undertaker always making his appearance? I'm sorry. He I'm made like, a surprise at um. He made a surprise return at Survivor Series. Yeah. Uh, he came out the coffin. And he, you know, he, that's that's all he do. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what? But he Bret, got surprise returns all over. The yeah, place. And, uh, and honestly, when I think about it, Bret Hart have moments and he have uh, he have matches. I mean, come on, man. Shawn Michaels helped him win the championship. That was the highlight of his career. Really, was that the highlight of his career? I don't remember Bret Hart doing nothing more special than spitting in Shawn Michaels' face and Shawn Michaels say, "You know what?" <laughs> You don't have to forget okay. Bret Hart. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think. Uh, How you feel about Brock? Brock actually having two big moments. His two biggest moments was at SummerSlam. Oh, again, um, he had the Rock. Rock. That was his coming out party. Then after that, he had the Suplex City being born. Both both of them was his was WrestleMania uh, was uh his, his SummerSlam moments. Yeah, his crowning his crowning moments right there. Um, I'm trying to see um. Yeah, the fucking just, I guess, off of nostalgia, and they gonna always talk about it. That Ultimate Warrior coming out against Honky Tonk, man. I and do then, have that written down, bro. That was bro. a big moment because, you know, Honky Tonk was undefeated at the time. Yep. He hadn't lost, yep. he was a champion for like over a year. And uh, whoever, whoever, I don't know if that's how they had it set up, but he didn't know who he was supposed to fight. and. When that music hit and he ran out, the bottom people. I can't lie to you. Mind. I can't lie to you. I was one of them people because, bruh, Ultimate Mori had some of the best theme music in the fucking world. Yeah, you just want to run around when you hear that shit. If he want coke, though. You got a real issue with coke. I ain't gonna, I'm, I'm, I, I hate to throw it out, though. That's, you know, you had to throw it out. Yeah, that I mean, when we talking about it, it's, bro, it's like you can't not mention cocaine. <laughs> Like that defines the 80s right there. So look, uh, I thought that match was bullshit. Now I'm a grown man. I'm, I'm past. Oh, the Warriors. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was definitely bullshit. I mean, it was just the whole moment but of the, the Warriors. T- but at the same time, I didn't think uh, Honky Tonk Man was that good either, though. He was a good heel, but I didn't think he was that good of a wrestler. I thought it was dream match on the way here. <laughs> the Warrior versus Goldberg. It's just gonna be two entrances, and that's it. Man, just think about chill out, dog. <laughs> Warrior coming chill out, out, chill out. The Goldberg coming chill out, out, then the bell got a ring. Chill oh, out, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's the 
So oh. yeah, you you've been to a wrestling event, right? That's the match. I'm walking up the aisle and I'm standing in the middle of the aisle looking at it. That's, that's and then I, I then I go to the bathroom, I get the food and I'm stuff. I'm about to get some nachos, man. Yeah, right but now. I'm just standing right there and watch the entrance. I don't even watch the entrance. I don't give a shit. I watch Warrior entrance, but man, you sleep on Goldberg entrance. All he did was stand there and he spit. The the music. Watch. I guess the music. Okay, see see even if you don't like the fact that he stood there, the music alone was good enough for Goldberg. Did he have the best team in WCW? Uh, I mean, I mean, you got NWO, DDP, you got Harlem Heat, Hulk, exactly. No, Hollywood Hogan. No, of course he didn't have the, the best music. Why, why, why was it because he stood in the pyro? That's that's why the wait just because wait wait. First of all, Raymond Stereo music went hard. I'm sorry, Ross. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Raymond Stereo Junior. Music went hard in a uh, WCW. Uh, even Chris, yeah, Chris Jericho. His hill theme went hard. Chris Jericho was cool. Uh, Conan theme was went hard. Oh yeah. I mean, you can't well, say he that. Had just because Goldberg didn't have the best, don't mean it was trash. Cause I'm trying to see what, what was so great about his theme. Cause so, all right, so it was it was this military thing. Oh, you supposed to be the biggest badass in the world, but you need old ass Doug Dillinger to walk you out to the ring. Yeah. Well, why you need security guards? If you' supposed to be the man, first of all, we all know security guards are soft. We all we all see those fights. <laughs> the security guards was just there. Look at that, bro! I'll clear the ring. I he hit it twice. Look at all, Vince. Th- he he slid. Ain't never recovered from that. Yeah, clearly, <laughs> he he didn't switch the whole of the brain. Exactly. Like I'm, I'm better than this. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Bret Hart hitting me now. Hey, right. <laughs> I'm done. Well, look, I'm sorry. We watching SummerSlam highlights to everybody, so that's probably why I sound a little off. But um, we we mentioned Undertaker earlier. I guess we we do need to get out the fact that he did the Edge yeah. Flame to Hell thing. That was actually yeah. pretty cool. One of those table ladders and chairs triple threat matches. The first one happened at SummerSlam. Oh, okay, I don't know. yeah, two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's. Or was it two thousand? I think it was two thousand. Uh. I have no clue. I think it was two thousand. I think two thousand because WrestleMania was two thousand one, I believe. Yeah, I think McFoley was the commissioner. Uh, shit, I ain't gonna lie. I I got one more one more thing on here that stands out that I written down, of course. Well, before we get into that, that John Stewart shit was fucking stupid. I didn't. I, maybe I, maybe because he didn't sell it good enough. I honestly don't remember it. And I don't know. I 2015 is like a whole blur to me, as far as wrestling. I whole lot of cocaine. Oh nah, bro. Nah. Oh okay. Nah. I thought that was leading nah, to nah, the nah, cocaine story. Nah, we talking about we talking about '85. Then yeah, it was cocaine everywhere. You, wait, you was how old? You was in '85. Oh, I wasn't even born in '85. Oh, I must say, how you know about cocaine in '85? Everybody knew about cocaine in '85. Why is '85? I mean, just the '80s periods, huh? Just you, I th- all right, though. You, I, th- I feel like you're giving. You feel like you're going a little extra on uh, the '80s. <laughs> I think it had a little more than cocaine. You know? What else it had? Exactly. Music. I, 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 all right, look. Cocaine man. music. What you think the song "Candy" was about? Look, man. You may forget what, the, what I was about but to say. We talking about um. Oh shit! What were we talking about? Uh. That John shit, that John Stewart oh, yeah, shit was John fucking Stewart. stupid. Yeah, just, yeah, just and how wrestling. 2015 was a blur for you yeah, because of cocaine. Wrestling, <laughs> wrestling period in 2015 was just, 
I don't, I don't I honestly don't remember that. Like I don't remember um uh Green Arrow wrestling or even having even interfering in a match. Yeah, again, fucking stupid shit. Like he just he, Dog, yeah, I, I guess I never understood what these celebrities. You mean, so you telling me people who been wrestling and training for over twenty years could lose on one night to a celebrity that just coming and like? I guess they, I guess they just try to do by luck, you know. Like LT beat Bam Bam Bigelow with a shoulder block. Wait, so speak. Wait, before, speaking of shoulder block, you didn't like the you didn't like Goldberg spearing Jericho through the elimination chamber. You didn't thought that was cool? Or you, your hate for Goldberg is it lives long? Oh, my hate for Goldberg is just a piece of shit. What do you like? He so, so even. Most overrated. So, you didn't like the spirit through the glass? It was alright. It was a good visual. <laughs> okay. Alright, well, I, I guess that's progress. <clears throat> yeah. Alright, so, um. But. The, the last thing I got on my list is a match. I think it's a historic match. With uh, I think it's so, it's it set the career for for one of the superstars. Uh, can you guess what I'm saying? Can you guess what I'm at with it? Uh, on Hard and Stone Cold. Nah, we we went over that. Oh, that yeah, was your first one. Yeah, that yeah, was your yeah. first one. Yeah. Uh, Come to think about, it, I didn't know this happened at SummerSlam either. This felt like a, a backlash pay per view match. I ain't gonna lie to you. Nah, I'm lost. What you got? Orton versus Benoit. Who? Randall Keith Orton versus Christopher. I I, I don't know his name. I'm sorry. Um, Benoit. Benoit. I'm not even sure his name. Christopher. I'm sure it is. I don't think nobody really just goes with Chris. I don't think you're allowed to say Chris Benoit. You just said it in. But I'm uh, saying you can't say Chris Benoit. Well, me, I, I can't say it neither. But well, he's not supposed the, to be mentioned. The thing is, I don't think nobody paying for the show. Wait, so, so uh, when did Orton beat Chris Benoit? Because I thought Chris, I thought Orton just magically wrestled the Invisible Man or somebody at SummerSlam and became the youngest world heavyweight champion. Ooh, he's being real dickish. Who, me? Yeah. Me? Been a, me? Yeah, been a, real dickish. People that's listening to this, if you think I'm being a dick, well, I mean, if you know me, you probably think I'm being shot, a dick. Shout shot to Chris Benoit. Shot, for what? <laughs> Who did you shout him out for? Ooh. Exactly. Uh, well, lo- Losing to Randy Orton. Well, we see. We see we're not going to get some of that Saudi money. So this this is the thing. This is the only reason I'm saying it, because I separate the man from the other person. I could still listen to R. Kelly. I could still listen to Michael Jackson. Now, when I see him on the news, I'm like, uh, let me, change, let me, let me change the channel. This ain't nothing but a number. Um, can't listen to that. I thought that was Aaliyah. I thought that was him and, and Pretty Ricky. Kelly, huh? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't go that far back with R. Kelly. I'm more of a I believe I can fly guy, and I wish. Yeah. Like, you know. I'm not listening to no. Well, I thought they had I believe I can, pl- I can fly at my little niece graduation. Bruh. Like, why would you play that song at a children's graduation? Yeah, then it's your niche. It, you know, then it's my niece. You know, and I'm the only person in the crowd freaking out, but I'm like, so nobody, y'all just cool with this, huh? So you must didn't do enough action. I, I must I, Somebody <laughs> did tell me to sit down. <laughs> I was like, 
Oh, all right then. Fuck, I get. I'm the only person. Sit your fucking ass down. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? They start booing me and shit. Well, fuck it. Boo this man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dog. Like, I mean, still R. Kelly. I guess they probably like, you know. That's that's Robert Kelly who who in jail. You know. I mean, I guess you could. I mean, I could still separate what what Chris Rock <laughs> did the ring. Yeah, I mean he he is shitty for what the fuck happened. But I mean, I, I just feel like you can't not ignore. Like I mean, I guess you don't. They not gonna acknowledge him. But well, yeah, had a place in history. Like, the, it, the thing is, it's their image. That's why I'm looking at like I ain't gonna. I could say his fucking name. I ain't getting paid. When they if they start paying me, we can go back to the episode, bleep the shit out. But <laughs> till then, okay. Crispin motherfucking walk. Crispin walk. Yeah. I mean, it's not even about him. Randy Orton became the youngest oh, champion ever. I got a teacher in the city <clears throat> named Crispin Walk. It's uh, my brother uh, trained with him. Like, his name Crispin Walk. I'm like, that's crazy. I mean, Ben was not a... Uh, come to find out, it's not a far-fetched name. So, somebody named Chris, that's, 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 that's like putting your hand in a bag of Skittles and, get, and, not, getting, and not getting brown. There's no brown skittle, by the way, so, you know. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> you get it. So, yeah, uh, Orton becoming the youngest champ was a highlight because he was one of my favorite wrestlers at that time. And, of course, that led to Evolution being broken up, of course. But, yeah, I think that's the... Mm, that probably was the highlight of Orton's first run because it wasn't that good after that. Orton had some big moments at SummerSlam. He had the, um, uh, the course, the Dave mm-hmm. Bryant turn. Yeah, um, but yeah, him I, that, money in the I, bank. You felt that was more about fuck Daniel Bryan and Orton? Orton just was the guy they chose to say fuck Daniel Bryan? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it felt like to me. Uh, Brock Lesnar... Yeah. Like I said, he he has he has a debate for it, but I still got Brett. Oh, uh, I'm trying to see. Did you cry when you watched the wedding? No, but I, it fucked me up watching that damn snake because I'm terrified. Of you snakes. sure that snake bite happened at, at SummerSlam? I could have sworn it happened at SummerSlam. Let's do our research, man. I'm gonna, you got the flow. Because it was supposed to be the reception. Give me 30 seconds. You got the flow. All right, we got... Uh, I don't care. That that rock versus Triple H ladder match was pretty epic. I fuck with it. Oh, that was SummerSlam, wasn't it? SummerSlam '98. Yeah, that yeah. was that was the hell of a that was a hell of a ladder match. I um, like that one. I'm trying to think. Nothing was really out of SummerSlam '99 other than Mankind winning the belt just to drop it to Triple H the next day, and Finn Balor winning the first Universal Championship. People forget about that because he had to give the belt up the next. Was it the next night? Which man? Well, Finn Balor had to give up the Universal Championship. Uh, that was the next night after he won. I, I want to say it was. I don't remember that um, Sam McMahon falling from um, when Steve Blackman hit him. That's crazy. Yeah, that was that was that, that was in a, that was that, I think that was in the nineties, wasn't it? It had to be like ninety nine, mm-hmm. two thousand, some shit like that. But I could have sworn that um. Or at least when they were opening up the presents, the snake jumped out or some shit. I don't know if it was actually the snake bite. 
I could have sworn. No, it was on WWF Superstars when he did that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't SummerSlam. Oh, I thought it was the wedding reception. Nah, nah. The wedding reception was, was uh, you know, I think that was supposed to be tear-jerking. You know, people crying, nice and happy. No, that was nonsense. It was a beautiful moment. <laughs> I never watched it, but I mean, I'm almost ah, yeah. sure that's exactly how it, it went. I was like five when it happened. So, yeah. Uh... Trying to see, um, so at all out of all the matches, which one is the best to you? Uh, man, what's crazy is seeing it, seeing it, was considered was considered for me at one point, but I'm like, nah, <laughs> they had better matches, straight up matches. I could see, uh, damn. I like the Owen and Perfect, honestly. That was a good one for me. But I'm going to be hypocritical to my time and say best SummerSlam match I ever saw was Cena and uh, Daniel Bryan. Wait, how you forget Shawn Michaels' comeback? I definitely mentioned his comeback. You did? Yeah. We must ain't talked about it enough. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. Let's let's pump the brakes, everybody. (laughs) My bad. Let me get comfortable. Yeah, go ahead and kick your feet off. All right. Bro. So let's talk about, let's, let's start from the beginning. All right. <laughs> Shawn Michaels putting on, putting on the greatest matches of all time. Cutting the best promos when they finally let him go. Once Razor Ramon and Big Daddy Cool D's when Hulk Hogan decided to get the fuck out of here, Shawn Michaels took over and carried wrestling. He left. Everybody was like, I mean, Stone Cold, he's cool. You know, he beating up Vince McMahon, you know. The Rock, cool. We can smell what he's cooking. But something's missing. Shawn Michaels came back. And we like, what, what, what's so special about him? He in jeans. <laughs> nah. That was one of the few long matches I didn't actually mind. Put on a, one of the greatest SummerSlam that, matches of all time. Yeah, that was. Yeah, because you like you, you didn't know Shawn Michaels still had it in him. And That's true. He That's true. Came back like four. You been gone for four years, and he came back and shit. He put on a hell of a performance. Yeah. And I gave up watching wrestling around this time, so I didn't see it when it actually happened. But I watched the build up to it with the fake DX uh, reunion and yeah. up in the parking lot yeah. and all that shit. Like that was a fucking great storyline. It it paid off with that fucking great match. It was like it was just weird that he came out in jeans, but I get it that he wasn't the same person he was four years ago. Well right? yeah, I was wondering what was gonna do with his attire too. He he actually slipped, went right back to the hard pants right after. Yeah. It was later on he switched to the leather pants. And I forget can't forget the brown pants at the Series. Oh, okay, yeah. First Elimination Chamber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh, Those brown pants. Uh, that was the worst. Yeah. The pants Literally the worst. Hall pants definitely was the shit. Literally the worst. But, um, yeah, of course. I, we, 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 I guess we didn't elaborate on it enough. And, uh, um, I think, I like that old mentioned in Brock. I like the CM Punk versus, um, 
Brock Lesnar? I think it was from like 2013 or something like that. They was building it the best and the beast or the... Yeah, the beast versus the best. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely... That was, that was a nice match. But uh, I think that's when you got Lesnar at his best, when you got a little guy like that that could carry him around. True, Daniel Let's Bryan. Let's dominate John Cena then, you know. Yeah. All right. Daniel Bryan, uh, AJ Styles. AJ Styles had a match with... Um, Brock Lesnar. That was a... Finn, Finn Balor too, right? I don't think Finn Balor match was lived up to Daniel Bryan's, but um, it just started having a match with Cena one year. I don't think that was SummerSlam. I think it was Royal Rumble. I think it was. I think it was SummerSlam twenty. Had to be, I'm about to look it up. It was either sixteen or seventeen. I thought they had Royal Rumble. They did. Have, they did have one at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I thought that was the well. That's the most memorable. I know that yeah. one, but uh. Man, yeah, like I said, I, I, even after saying all that, I still probably go with Cena and, and, and Daniel Bryan. I thought Cena pulled out some moves like he was in the ring with CM Punk. Then you also have, uh, as far as moments go, I mean, it it doesn't have that definitive moment like, like, like I guess, like, WrestleMania or something, or even the Royal, over the Royal Rumble. And, and that's, when it, that's when everything goes back to the damn wedding. That's probably that's probably the defining moment. Cause I mean, don't get me wrong, you know how I feel about Bret Hart, but if I was I went through a ranking and they got that British Bulldog match ranked as the greatest SummerSlam match of all time. Yeah, like, they got that ranked number one. Like if that's the greatest SummerSlam match, that wasn't even a great match. I mean, I don't like it. Like I, I said, it, like, that's it, the greatest SummerSlam match. That says more about SummerSlam. Cena and Daniel Bryan to me is still better. Owen and Stone Cold is probably on his way to be better than that. And I, I just picked the Owen and Stone Cold because of what it led to. Like I mean, it just led to Stone Cold becoming just the fucking hottest superstar in wrestling. But I mean, he was supposed to win that match anyway. Because I mean, the stipulation was either he lose and kiss. Got a kiss on her ass, you know that one going down. But just I'm that's why I was having trouble thinking about it. It's like man, is Bulldog versus uh, Bret Hart. I mean, Bull, yeah, Bulldog versus Bret Hart, the greatest SummerSlam match. I'm like, nah. I like the Bret Hart and Perfect over that. Yeah, yeah. I like that CM Punk. I like, I like the CM Punk and Cena over that. Nah, I know it's still fresh. I like the CM Punk and Jeff Hardy over that. The debut of the Fiend last year was pretty epic. Uh, we're gonna see if it tests time. Yeah, we're gonna see if it tests time. Oh, it's still fresh in my mind from last year. But yeah, that was you know, Becky Lynch turned hill two years ago when she first like when she first turned on Charlotte. Yeah, on Charlotte when they lost. I think it was a triple threat match. And that was at SummerSlam. Yeah, was at SummerSlam twenty eighteen. That's when she became the man. Well, yeah, that's when she became yeah, the man. Yeah, that, that backfired or some shit, huh? Yeah. Like, she wound up being a, a face. Yeah. People, people start really liking her some shit. But, yeah, it's like, it's, I think SummerSlam is known for their moments more than, I mean, you could, you got matches, but I think it's more like what happened, like, Fucking Nikki Bella turning on Brie Bella against Stephanie. 
Then um, I think they try to make it a baby WrestleMania. Try put yeah, they, they try they try to put on their best matches still during that time. They say they come back for that. It's like they say their best storylines for SummerSlam. And uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> Hill Shinsuke Nakamura people, let's uh, uh let's get the bar back together and put Nakamura in the in the top. I don't think people understand that's a good storyline. Oh shit, John Morrison, give him the sharpshooter, <laughs> so we can take so we can take him more fucking serious. Give him the sharpshooter. Yeah. Give him the torture rack. <laughs> John Morrison. Give yeah. All right. Rack. Yeah. Right. Nah. Yeah. So. Oh man. That. I, I'm talking about the main roster is a fucking drag. It is man. Yeah. Yeah, I think we pretty much ran through our SummerSlam moments and matches. You got hey, anything left? I'm trying to think. Um, nah, man. That's, um, oh, um, Shawn Michaels versus Vader. Yeah, I, I, I didn't mention that. I thought I did mention that. I thought that match was amazing when I was a kid. But as I got older, I'm like, God <laughs> damn. Shawn Michaels fucking like, ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's crazy that Vader was just... This big of a fucking crybaby. Like, oh, so you think Vader was a crybaby? Oh, he was definitely a crybaby. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. See, even Cornette, even Cornette, like, yeah, this is Vader was big, softy. Oh, but uh, they said Cornette, Cornette said Shawn Michaels was, uh, was horrible, though. Like, yeah. like, I'm talking like, damn. Cornette said he still had Shawn Michaels' help when Bro pulled it out. <laughs> he said Shawn Michaels came in there and slammed it on the table, was like, this is an unsafe working environment. Let me go to WCW and all that shit. He said he kept the hell for years. at his old is at his ex ex wife house or some shit. But yeah, see, like I know Cornette still hit Sean. Oh well, fuck, Cornette hit everybody. Oh, he's pretty, still hit Sean. I'm pretty day? sure he fucking said fuck me one time or something. Like, I mean, I can understand everybody. that, you know. What, him saying, fuck me? I'm yeah. like, but God. The whole Bret Hart thing, man. You know, Look, you be tripping. Nah, then you, the, the nerve of you to put HBK against Chris Jericho. Wait, I'm yeah. just speaking facts, my brother. All right, bro. You commit sins when it comes to wrestling. I'm just, I'm just speaking facts. You commit sins, Chris man. Jericho has ascended Shawn Michaels. Michael Hickenbottom, because I can't even call him Shawn Michaels no more. Man. He got the bald head. Just move forward, man. Hicking bottom. Look. Go back to being, being a cook or something. You know what? We got an episode on that. Oh, what? Sound like being a cook? No. Oh. Against Chris Jericho, man. Oh. Hey, Doctor, we had that episode already. We do. We do. It's going it's gonna to get put out, and we're going to let them react. Oh, yeah, yeah. But look. So um, tell me how right I am. I think it's time. When they doing the draft? They need to switch shit up. But see, uh, right now, so many people gone, bro. I, but this is the thing right now. Like, I guess they got to keep it kayfabe or whatever, but everybody know everybody in the same performance center right now. Like, why not have everybody on one show for right now? I mean, they they need some type of shot in the arm. Uh, it's like everybody on I can one see show. If, I can see if Raw was in Washington and SmackDown is in fucking... I think the roster's Texas still too big, though. But Sonny, only half the people they showing is I, just. I think I think what you 
this the problem. Real talk. This the problem. You worrying about just the title belts. But no, not just the title belts. Just, I mean, like if they had five storylines with each person, if if Bobby Lash was in a five storyline with R Truth right now, you probably won't be tripping on him getting the belt. Like think about how, remember when D'Lo Brown used to go against Val Venus. Yeah, now, but now, I'm, not, now, I'm saying that now it sounds stupid, but back back then on Raw, that was a big uh, match. Attitude, not a big match, but it was a match that people look out for because it was, you know, for the, for the belt probably. Can I uh, say something? Attitude error suck. Nah, that's because that's not, that's not true. It, as a whole, like, I mean, when you look at it. It was bad. It was, people, it was vulgar TV. People, people be like, Scream about the attitude, I'm like, what you talking about? The Stone Cold and the Rock and all that. Like, as a whole, I don't know. This is the thing. You, all right. Yeah, it was vulgar, and it, but you can't. I I feel like their mid card division was actually decent. Uh, it, it was just going back looking at a lot of shit and. I still like the golf and all that, the whole yeah, train and all that, but it's just like the some root, shit like the rootless and gr- the rootless and of era probably better. Kind of tie and, and maybe even the, the P- oddities. Maybe even the PG era probably was better. Even even Al Snow, like they fucked over Al Snow because he was hot in ECW. He was like one of the hottest talents, and they got him in ECW down him in WWF, and he just that fucking head pushed, shit. Yeah, like it was man, it's like. When I look back on it, it's just a lot of shit. I'm like, dog, this what we this what we going crazy over? This? Like, nah. Uh, Undertaker. Like that ministry of dog that minister that corporate ministry shit was terrible. Oh yeah, that was Undertaker's worst time. Like, dude, oh I know that story he told with Big Show, he was carrying the motorcycles in the desert and he got bit by a snake or some shit. Like, that shit was fucking horrible, dog. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the Attitude Era was probably the highest rated era. Yeah, it was definitely. And and was, it was that right. That's what made Billion, though. It was right after the, whatchamacallit, uh, right after the 80s. So, you know, people thought the 80s was all corny because of uh, Hogan. So a little edge to it, they get, you know, people get added credit. It get credit for that more than the wrestling. The wrestling don't get the credit because, you know, of course, this is probably the best wrestling you have. Yeah, you're talking about today? Yeah, yeah like in ring? Yeah, this is probably the best wrestling you're going to get. They got, they could, every match on Raw could be a great match if they just book it right. Like yeah, that's, got, that's what I'm saying. I think I think you, you wouldn't feel that way if everybody was in a meaningful storyline instead of, Oh, I'm gonna sneak you this day, then you sneak me the next week. I'm gonna wrestle somebody random just so you can come out and hit me. You know, like just get to the point. What's the point of this? Why them two fighting? Like you should. They could have done better with Lacey Evans and Naomi. Seriously, they could karaoke. Do, they could do better with a whole lot of shit. It's like what the fuck is missing? Obviously, they don't go better back. writing. It's they, better writing. I'm going back to the old attitude era people with fucking Bruce Pritchard and. Fucking Paul Heyman and all of them like not working, so I think it's they just need to get Vince out of there. Yeah, I heard he, you a long way from that, so like, yeah, get used to that, man. Dog, like, I'm not wishing death on him, but 
Vince still think he if he shows up, he gonna bring back ratings, which he he do boost ratings, but it's like you do the same cheesy stuff. Somebody yeah. probably hit you or some shit like that. Oh, like man. the Kevin Owens headbutt thing was like vicious, but it was like that was unnecessary. Yeah, cause now nah, it's like come on, man. Vince like seventy five years old. Like come on, bro. But yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm trying to see like I can't really think of summer. Damn. Well, alright. What do you rank SummerSlam amongst the big folk? Third. To be honest, I would put it fourth. They they started treating Survivor Series bad. Once once they started treating Survivor Series bad, I couldn't put it above it. Like I hope they continue with the whole NXT versus WWE. There's a lot, but but, but hey, heads up. There's a lot of years where Royal Rumble was better than WrestleMania. Well, I bet, look, I fuck with Royal Rumble. My favorite, uh, my favorite pay per view. Yeah, there's a lot of years Royal Rumble better than uh. <clears throat> Than WrestleMania, but of course WrestleMania Royal Rumble. I actually still have SummerSlam because at one point they gave it. They actually treated it like it was, you know, a WrestleMania party of the summer. But mm, it seemed like a lot of people take it off now or try to do some cheesy comeback. So I'm trying to see like uh. Cause like I'm like thinking about the greatest moments in history. Like, like I can't think of one SummerSlam moment where I could just be like, yeah, that's I don't know. Like, like how the WrestleMania moment. Even some people in the, winning the Royal Rumble be like, God damn. But SummerSlam is it's just like it's death. So, yeah, so you got it fourth. Okay, uh, nah, I'm, I'm gonna keep it at third, like I said. Just on the strength, you never know. Uh, Survivor Series, one year they'll treat it like bragging rights, and one year, yeah. you know, maybe Survivor Series st- stick on the track of NXT. Right. But the problem is, which is a, another thing we can get into one day, is they need to start treating this NXT thing like, oh, you're moving up. Like, nah, yeah. treat, treat NXT like, NXT okay, is just a, like, a brand. A brand. Like, yeah. It's SmackDown and Raw and NXT. Like, so the fact that, you know. I, I feel th- like that's the route they've been going, like, especially since they're on the um, USA network. Yeah, so, I hope, but yeah, these, like I said, they're talking about Undisputed Era time to move up. Like, they shouldn't treat it like that. They should be the head uh, faction on NXT. Them and the Imperial. But Walter don't want travel. Yeah. Right. So to the cut it to the um, I mean you don't have you don't have to be a beef every every day. It could be every time they end up. UK was dying before the pandemic and now it's like Yeah, right. I I'll be honest, I have no clue when that stuff is on though. I mean neither, but I just I know about Pete Dunn and uh Tyler Bates. Yeah, I heard their names, but that's because they travel, though. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it's... that Shit, I lost my train of thought. But, yeah, we're talking about NAT UK, yeah. That's how dead they fucking is. But, yeah, they need to just bring all of them to uh, NXT because I... Fuck, Walter. Walter would be the man for NXT. 
dominating champ. Apparently, yeah. Supposed to be on him and Finn Balor was supposed to be fighting. Apparently, yeah, he supposed to be the guy. Uh, I watched him a few times. I ain't watched him all the time. Yeah, yeah I've seen uh, him a couple times because I didn't know who he was till he signed with WWE. Yeah, me neither. I, like I heard I'm his not, name before, but yeah, I, I didn't know he was going to be that big of a deal. I haven't been in deep in the world of wrestling like I used to be. Like, I was, I mean, I was knowing what was going on with ROH and New Japan and probably TNA, but I wasn't following them heavy. Like, shit, I barely followed WWE like that, but I know WWE like the back of my hand. Well, I could just jump in and figure shit out. Yeah, exactly. And then they storylines, they don't change pretty much. Yeah, they just change characters. They recycle the shit out of them. <laughs> Man, mm-hmm. you can see Bailey ever going back to that. Hugging Bailey, yeah. yeah. If she, if her heel character becomes more annoying enough, her finally turning like I can see her getting heartbroken and turning back to the hugging belly. I can see. Uh, it, it wouldn't take much. It'll probably come back harder if she go through a heartbreak. I yeah, I guess if she, I guess by her having a, if, once she have a long run as a heel, and. Yeah, I guess. Because you could say, you could arguably say her heel character just on the take off. Yeah, definitely. She's been champion damn near almost a year, but see, I'm going to say in the last, since about, I think since around WrestleMania, she just, oh, well, probably right before then. But, like, I wasn't a fan of her turning heel right, right then and now, but came around to it. Fucking Jeff Hardy. <laughs> man, look. What else you got, man? Uh, I'm, man, that's that's about it. Yeah, I'm fresh out too on this topic today, man. We're gonna have to switch it up and go. Uh, yeah, I thought it, something else. I mean, it was it seemed like a good show, but I thought it'll be. I don't know. I thought we were. Yeah, we have. Gonna... It like made me think like SummerSlam really don't have that 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 many. Big moments like WrestleMania, we could probably think of five moments right now. They're probably not even in the order. Just, to just think about no, it. No, no, you, you, you're one hundred percent right. It's, it don't compete with with Royal Rumble or uh, WrestleMania. I guess I'm just thinking. Uh, yeah, you gotta reach for it. You gotta think of like I feel like just the whole me on heart breaking Stone Cold neck was was kind of. You reach. know, it's funny. I thought that was on Raw. Yeah, that was that was the summer that was the SummerSlam '97. I, that's the one I remember the most because that was like peak Hall Foundation. Yeah, and it, they all fought and they all had a stipulation to the match. And I remember, um, Mankind and Triple H had a steel cage match. The steel cage match where Mankind jumping off like he supposed to be super super fly snooker. Yeah, like, what they doing with her? Who is that? Lil Morgan. She still, she still work for them? She still up. Oh, I thought, I thought she got fired. And fucking Ruby Riot supposed to be teaming up with Bianca Belair. Yeah. Like, where did that come from? They they need tag teams. They. Well, how about this Ruby know, Riot man. team up with Liv Morgan since they got history? Because it's going to be called the Riot Squad, and it's, it don't make no sense because it's not a squad. Sarah Logan. That's probably, not, that's, that's probably not the reason, but I just feel like that would be stupid to call it the Riot Squad. The Riot 2? Nah, the two ride crew. Uh, look, they just need to rebrand people to be tag teams and just leave it at that. Is she pregnant? Who? The uh, uh, Sarah Logan. She don't work for WWE no more. 
So look, I'm tripping. She was fine. Yeah. But man, look, Mr. Negative over here. That's nah, a Spider-Man that's villain. I was about to, God damn it, you stole what I was about to say. Yeah. Spider-Man villain. Shout out to Mr. Negative. And you don't look Asian to me. My so, eyes off, but, you know. <laughs> that's not my heritage, though. So look. <laughs> go ahead, man. What you got? What you got? What you got? Because I'm, I'm actually, I'm fresh out. I'm fresh out too, bro. Fucking right. SummerSlam. Just so, do better. Till next time, we're going to, we gonna, like I said, hopefully, uh, deuces.